And you snap you be once again in the house to praise the name of the most high in the name of Jesus with how many keyboards? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What one people outside there? Are you ready to praise the name of Jesus with these instruments? CCC. Welcome. What welcome. What is going on? <laughs> we have got a very unusual uh, intro for you today. Let's see it. Kay's just shown me this video Heck literally yeah. this morning. Yeah, such a fun time. This video uh, is uh, Savior B. I don't know much about this man. Savior B. Savior B. Um, I, and I can't even sound like I've, I've, I'm like this really hipster person that's like discovered something that no one else knows because he's actually super famous now. How many subscribers? 342k. There we go. So Savior B, this. African looking dude, is he? I don't know, yeah. I read the comments that he's like, he's in Papua New Guinea, I, I don't know where he's from. But okay, right. you know what, like he creates these really killer sounds on the keyboard and it's yeah. like super lit. Like I love it. It's, sort it's of, so good. Let's just play a bit right now. Yeah, yeah so, so much. So in this video, he's got like eight keyboards that he's playing simultaneously at the moment. So good. So good. Now, obviously, this this uh, little snippet we're playing for you is not going to really do justice to it. So go check out his video. Got to go check it out yourself. Save your B, as in it like the buzzing B. Save your B. Uh, absolutely, uh, a, a trip down. I wouldn't say memory lane, but no, I haven't no, even seen it for it. It's just like, uh, how do you even describe it? I don't know. It's, it sounds tribal, but also a lot it's of amazing. fun. It's, it's amazing. It just sounds like heaven. Yeah, it does it sound like It sounds like what heaven's going to be the man, like. The man puts his phone number in the comments, man. No way. And he just says, call me. Wow. Yeah. And I thought that's what he did like in the in one of his old videos when he wasn't yeah. famous or something. Yeah. But he still puts it up. It's just cool. That's insane. And people comment and say, yo, look at this trooper. Like he just puts up his number. Yeah. Like just it's like crazy. It's nobody else's business. So he, he just loves. He's just singing. So he's not even singing, sorry, he's just dancing. If he's actually really good at English, let's have him on our podcast. We'll just call him and be like, oh, hey, just, hey, we hey, save your just send him a text. Yeah, just be like, hey, save, save your beat. <laughs> Fiona, we love your We're music. We love you on your music. Jesus. Praise. On this podcast, that's what we do. That's what he does. And CCC, we are a podcast that loves and praises Jesus. Amen. We do. Amen, amen, amen. Exactly right. For sure. And like the, the dude doesn't sing, you know, just a yeller. You know what I mean? Just like just, just on the keyboard. And then... And then people from his village just comes around and just like dances around with him as well, which I think is absolutely crazy. We should do that. Should do what? In the in our in the shopping center in our city. Yeah. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> set up a keyboard. Yeah, set up a keyboard. I mean, you, you can play. Mate. Not that well, bloody hell. <laughs> but you know what? Like, I, I think he's more like he's more like like he's very skillful. I'll give yeah. him that. But oh, even then, sure. he's like five percent skill, ninety five percent like vibe energy. Yeah, personality. That's personality, hundred percent. So good. It's all about that. Absolutely. Speaking of personality, bit of a segue into what we're talking about, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> What's the topic for today? The topic for today is we, we were we were discussing this before we got yeah, started and we were just like, yo, let's press record on this. That's our issue now stuff. is that we just have so many great conversations. We're like, we got to. That's it. Like there's no real, there's no really any point of having a conversation off the mic, right? <laughs> That's it, exactly. We don't actually ever talk. We don't. We never talk. We never talk face to face because like we, we think it's a waste of time, right? <laughs> It's wasted content. Don't right? really like K that much anyway. Well, e so, you know, exactly it's... right. I mean, no mic, no no personality. But seriously, uh, I, so there's this guy. I mean, we'll get to the topic sooner or later. Yeah. There's this guy that lives with me, right? He's living with me for a short time. He's a bit, he's slightly older than me. Mm. And very faithful man. 
And he is almost reteaching me the importance of prayer mm. and reteaching me the, the faith that we ought to have in God, yeah. uh, the faith that we ought to have in Christ. So this, this man, he challenged me. He, because he lives with me, we sit down and have a discussion around the Bible almost every day. Yeah, right. And, and we pray together and we read a passage together mm. and we spend a little bit of time reflecting on it as well, which I find incredibly encouraging. And I, I am facing a lot of challenges right now with, with that. Uh, not that because it's hard, because I love it. I, I, I froth that experience. But there's a lot of challenges coming my way mm. that says, yo, okay, you think you got it, but you don't. Yeah, right. And one of the things that really hit me hard was prayer. And I think I, mm. it, I, it, I said something about that last, uh, last podcast as well. But today we're focusing on can Christians plan? Should mm. Christians plan? Plan out their life. That, that life or whatever the plans you might have. Yeah. Because there are, there are two edges to the plans. Like, do you plan so much so that you're going to, you know, go and achieve things in your own name? Or do you, does your plan sit under the, under the overarching sovereignty and grace of God? Mm. But rather than discuss all this, what does the Bible say? So he turned to me and he asked the question that I asked you as well. And he said, and I'll tell you how I answered it because you answered it differently to how I answered it. Yeah. He yeah. told me. Has anyone made a plan in, and, and, you know, to be honest, it was asked in a way that was, um, I think it was kind of leading to the answer of, yep. no, Christians should not plan. But yep. anyway, I, I answered the, the, the question. I said, well, yeah, there's that guy that planned to build all those barns for the wheat and the crop that he grew mm. and he died. Yeah. Yep. And to think of a good example, I couldn't. Like I thought of David and then I'm like, okay, well, Dave, how did he plan? Did he plan to kill Goliath? Well, no, he didn't. He kind of just, it just kind of dawned on him. It just happened. And then, and then I got into this headspace. The Bible is such a vast, you know, concoction of God's grace and mercy um, and his amazing plans. And so with that, I struggled to actually, well, I, I genuinely struggled to answer that question mm. in general. A few podcasts back, I think it's called Are We Too Busy to Be a Christian? I don't know if the project that I'm given is something that I have to, you know, just rise above and just, you know, honor what God has called me to do or mm. whether it's just my own sinful doing that I need to call it back. I really yeah. don't know. But what we must, the, the, and you've raised some really interesting points that there are some good plans. But what was tabled in our discussion was the plan that Paul had. And Paul had a plan to expand God's ministry. Not, not as a non-Christian, but as a Christian. So we're talking like as a Christian. Mm. So he planned to go to Asia and to preach the gospels there. Yeah. But then God says, nah, you're not going to do that. Because in his dream, he has a dream, right? Mm. And this Macedonian guy appears in his dream and be like, yo, go to this other parts, right? Mm. So he goes to uh, Corinth, Colossae, Ephesus, all these places that are not mm. really part of Asia. Well, it, well, arguably it is sort of Asia, but then that's not the point. It's just that he had a different intention, but it was sort of switched around by God. And so the conclusion was that you, you ought to plan, but you ought to plan so that it will be corrected by God. Mm. Because if there was such a plan that a Christian were to make, and therefore it went according to that, then the plan sits above everything else was the highlight and one that was directed towards me because I'm a little bit like that. I'm yeah. the guy who plans stuff out, yeah, yeah. achieves it. You yeah. know, like I'm a bit of a go-getter myself, mm. myself being the keyword and dangerous keyword for that, to that effect there. Yeah. So it was, it was spoken to me personally. Mm. So, but to think about it, should Christians plan? And you had a very interesting perspective there. Mm. So share with me. Yeah, so my, my thought on that was like, yes, Christians should 100% plan what they're gonna do. Mm. And for me, when we look at examples in the Bible, mm. we see how 
like man plans what they want to do mm. and God does what he is going to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, I'll come back to that in a minute. But I think we see examples of people in the Bible where we don't get an explanation for their planning or what they did in their life. So you yeah. use David as a great example. We don't see how David planned to be a good king mm. and the things that he did for his people. Mm. That's not really explained. Like, you know, David thought about doing this and this and this and this and going to conquer and this and this and this. He, what we see is his interaction with God, mm. his people, and how he listens and abides by God's mm. uh, calling in his life. Same thing with Paul as well. You know, we didn't see Paul writing out a, a three-year plan of mm. where he was going to go and what he was going to do. Yeah. But we know that God, uh, so Paul lived very intentionally and had a plan what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Even in the point where he actually was planning on staying, I forget where we're, where we are at this, but he ended up staying a bit longer mm. in that town. Was it Corinthian? I think it was Corinth, mm. where he ended up staying a little bit longer mm. because he saw purpose there. Mm-hmm. So his plan was to stay there for this period of time and then move on to the next place. Mm. But he stays there because God basically is calling him to stay there. Exactly right. So that's a good example of how uh, plans can get changed. Mm, exactly right. I think as Christians, we should 100% plan what we are going to do mm. with our lives mm. with the, uh, the notion of knowing mm. That, like we talked about last podcast, our end goal mm. and where we're going to go. Mm. And that, that being ultimate, the ultimate is heaven. Mm. But that the path that God has for us while we're still alive yeah. is very dutifully to live out his will. Absolutely. And to understand his will mm. is to be fully immersed in God's word. Mm. But to, to live that out, to plan that out, I think. Mm. So I don't think it's bad if somebody goes, you know what, I'm going to plan to uh, be the CEO of my company in five years' time. Yeah. For God's glory. Yeah. And three years down that track, the person gets pregnant and and has to take time off work. And then that plan goes out the door. Yeah. Because now they're five years, you know, they want to spend some time with their kid. Yeah. They don't end up going back into work that work field. Yeah. They don't become CEO in five years' time. Yeah. Yeah, they are very well still living at God's plan for that absolutely life. so so there is a planning process yes. but it is subject to change yeah. by god that's that's the tricky thing that's the that tricky thing mm. what we have to know is that yes i think we should plan mm. and you should have a purpose and drive of where you're going to go Mm-mm. and what you're going to do as 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 a human being yeah for god mm. but you have to be completely aware and know that that is going to get uh, shifted mm. because in your broken humanity mm. trying to understand where you're going to go mm to God's perfect plan for the world yep. is not going to always align. So, My example for that is yeah. think of like a marriage mm. where there's a, a male and a female and they're one mm. together. Mm. How many times do the husband and wives agree? Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Are we conflict. ain't even married and we know <laughs> We're not married. Yeah. We know yeah. Like there's always conflict in right. that, right? That's like the, the two paths don't always align. That's right. And there's obviously give and take in that. Now that's a really... A simple human example, but like for us and God, mm. is that that there's our plan that follows like God. Mm. So as much as you can read the Bible and understand God's word, mm. and say like you know I'm I'm going to follow God's path, mm. you might not be. Yeah, that's like the beauty of Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of predestination compared mm. to free will, which yeah. we'll talk about in a minute. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you pause the recording now? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing you did mention, which I, I thought was really cool. Was um, the stuff about suffering? Yeah. When what were you saying about? I forget. Oh, uh, you said you said that. Uh, that's a fantastic point. Let's get there. Yeah. 
But before, but for plans to be subject to change by God, right? Yes. That means that God has to work very close in tandem with your plans and the working outs of your of your plans, right? Mm. So you mentioned David, and one of the things that David does really interestingly is, you remember how many times David could have killed Saul, but he doesn't. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And when I say could have, it's like the most obvious time. Yeah. It's yeah. like easy. They're in the cave together. Yeah, right? in the cave together. And <laughs> he's completely defenseless, right? <laughs> completely defenseless. Like, and he could have just done it, right? Yeah. But he doesn't. And when he, when he does every single thing, David always prayed to God and said, hey, God, mm. I'm about to do this. Yeah, your name. Yeah, your name. Yeah. And he hears from God's voice. And I'd say, if you want to hear from God's voice, the only way you can do that is probably through prayer. Pray. Pray. Crazy. Yeah. And, and so we have to then invite God into our plans and say, hey, God, like this is what I'm trying yeah. to do. Pray, yeah. pray, pray. Mm. So, so be Lord and sovereign over my plans, Lord. Mm. Yeah. Help me to see and feel that you are the perfecter of any plan that exists in this mm. world, right? Because yeah. you will have your way, not yeah. I will have my way. So yeah. I think it's very seldom that you'll see a Christian who will plan for something and it turns out exactly like that. Because exactly. that way, yes. Because that way, if you think about it, and this could be a slightly controversial point, mm. the plans sit above everything else. Mm. And, it could and the be... setter of the plan sits above everything yeah, else. And exactly. you know what? Controversy and, might not be living God's plan. Right? Mm, yeah. But that, that, but I think that theoretically, that would be the image of a perfect Christian. In that, in that, you are fully affected by God, influenced by God to make such plans, which yeah. line completely with God, God's plan. Mm. But how many people in the world would be able to do that? Zero. Yeah, so yeah. like, so we would then receive the protocols of how we ought to plan our lives through God, but our direction and aim and, and the outworkings of it could sometimes be a little bit wonky. A little bit wishy-washy. Little, yeah, a little bit wishy-washy yeah. and, and slightly derivative yeah. of God's perfect mm, plan, mm. which is why we then have a relationship with God again. Then yeah. God will then crumble these plans, will put now mm. suffering into our lives yeah. so that we can feel and see that, you know what? God is sovereign yep. above my plan. So tell me about your suffering well, plan. That, yeah, and that's, that's the thing we were talking about last time. And I think we really need to sit a podcast or two or three yeah. just on suffering. We touched on it briefly last week. So if you mm. want to have a look at that, please watch. Like, comment, subscribe. Let That's us know it. what your thoughts are on it. That's it. But we talk a little bit about suffering and, and, and the reality of knowing that when you walk God's path, there is going to be suffering. Mm. Uh, we know that when we know, we know that when we become a Christian, we, we're not like, it's not like you're going to be away from suffering. Yeah. It's something you, you're going to have to embrace, actually. Mm. It's going to happen. You know, 1 Peter 4 talks about, therefore, since Christ suffered in his body, arm yourselves also with the same attitude. Mm. Because whoever suffers in the body is done with sin. Yeah. So there's an element of suffering that actually leads to sanctification from sin mm. as well. We look at Jesus, we see that there's suffering in there. So coming to like that idea that any path that you walk in Christian life is going to face suffering. Mm. We also talked about this last week. Non-Christians will suffer. Mm. There's no human in the world that will never go without suffering. Mm. Suffering is inherent in humanity. Mm. Christianity paints a picture of how that suffering leads to redemption. Mm. And that's the beauty of, of the gospel. Amen. When we look at knowing that that path is going to suffer, there's going to be times where you plan out what you want to do mm. and you think that that is for your good. Mm. Like God's good for you mm. might be different, lead you down a path of suffering. Example that we talked about is something with uh, a business, like your business could crumble, mm. uh, your family 
you know, might pass away. Your friends might pass away. Mm. You might lose friendships and relationships that really matter mm. to you. Uh, yeah, or a lot of things that could happen along that way. Mm. It is very hard to see God in that yeah. because God doesn't like suffering yeah. as well. Mm. That's something we need to remember is that God does not like suffering. It's not like he's an angry, disturbed God mm. that just wants people to suffer. Yeah. But when we know that suffering will be part of that journey, I think it still allows us to go, we're going to pl- I'm going to plan what I'm going to do mm. for the kingdom of God, mm. but I'm going to leave it wholly up to God. Yeah. And whatever happens along that way, to just be reminded that my goal is beyond my plan. Mm. So everything I do on this earth, my goal is beyond that because my eternity is in a, in a world that's not on this. Mm. When are we living? Yeah. And so an example that we were talking about was like when I was asking you, Kay, yeah. like in your life, have you suffered? Yeah. You mentioned like yeah, three things. Yeah. A three bunch of things. things. And some yeah. of them like quite full on, man. You know, I, I, I must admit, yeah. they, they suck. Mm. You know, you've been through some pretty rough stuff. Mm. And those are the only things that you can mention from the top of your head. Mm. If you sat down and gave you like an hour to write down, oh, you could write down heaps, right? Yeah. Cool I'll, essay. I'll, I'll dread that hour for sure. <laughs> a bit of heartbreak yeah. anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Play some music. days you We're back to singing on a podcast. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Feel free to, feel free to unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those are just some things that you mentioned. But one thing I was trying to highlight to you is that in the uh, you know, 27, 28 years that mm. you've been alive, mm. you just mentioned some stuff that you've, you've had mm. in mm. terms of suffering. The next 27 plus years of your life, yeah. you're going to experience that suffering. Yeah, probably similar amount. Probably similar or even more. Yeah. Maybe less. You don't know. Mm. But that's why one thing I've realized recently is when I look back on my life and look at the suffering that, that I've had, mm. how can I think that I'm not going to suffer moving forward? Mm. You know, I've had that mentality, a false mentality where mm. I've gone, you know, I've, I've already experienced all that mm. terrible stuff. It can't get worse from here mm. in that sense. Mm so bad mm. you know like oh that's happened then therefore like my next five years will be good mm. you're sending yourself up for no one's failure. Off, yeah no one's off the hook no yeah. one's off the hook mm. it's not to say that because you've had that suffering then you're just going to keep having worse and worse and worse suffering mm. but you look back on your life for me my 25 years mm. and go you know what in the next 25 years there's going to be some stuff that will happen yeah you know one thing i know that will happen inevitably is mm. my mom and dad are going to die yeah i can't stop that mm. And that will suck. Mm. I really hope that day comes later mm. than sooner. Yeah. Because I don't think no further I'm prepared mm. for that right now. Yeah. My friends will die. Yeah. Okay, like you're going to die one day. Mm. I really hope it's later than sooner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although some days, you know, I've switched that around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> Lord, just take this man <laughs> away from me. <laughs> take him away from me. <laughs> but you know, one day you're going to die, man. That's like, it. Really could be tomorrow. It could be two weeks from now. It could be 30 years from now. Who yeah. knows when that will be. But that will be a, a tough day. Yeah. I know that there's going to be things in my life that, that will lead to suffering. Yeah. I can't shy away from that. But what I can't do as well is go, you know what? I'm going to suffer. I'm going to struggle. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything. Mm. You know, I'm just going to every day I'm alive. Oh, great. I'm alive. Uh, Let me thank God for that. Uh, it's like, no, 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 no. Every day I'm alive, mm. I'm going to thank God for that and go, how am I going to be growing the kingdom of God here? Mm. 
so that there's a reward in heaven. Amen. You know, mm. so that there's more people there yeah. and, you know, less here. Yeah. So for me, I, I, I really, I, I'm maybe different to people. I'm clean, keen to hear your opinion on it. Mm. But I think we as Christians should plan and, and have an idea of like what we're doing. Yeah. You know, mm. as a church, like I think your church should have a three-year plan mm. and know fully well that that can get completely turned upside down. Yeah. Perfect example, COVID. Mm. And you know the church that we used to go to. Yeah. Had a really strong three-year plan yeah. that they wanted to do. Yeah. And then COVID happened and they had to meet online and threw that out the door. Mm. No one could know, know that COVID was going to happen. Yeah. No one could predict that that would be the case. Yeah. Yet, if the church didn't have a plan, mm. if your church didn't have a plan of, you know what, this year we're going to get five non-Christians to become Christian, mm. we're going to be a church, of be an evangelical church, mm. where your church goes, we're going to buy a new building so that we have more space mm. for people. Mm. Or, you know, like you yourself go, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get that promotion at work. Mm. So that one, I can provide for my family better. Mm-hmm. I can provide for my church better. Mm. But I'll be in a position of, of some influence, influence yeah. in my workplace. Mm. If you don't live with some sort of plan in your life of what you're going to do, mm. I think you just go through the day to day, and you forget the purpose that God has you here for. Yeah, that's my thinking on it. That's why I, I probably, when you say that, should Christians plan? I absolutely think we should. Yeah, definitely. That being the case, though, I think Christians have a tendency to. For those that do plan, right? If you're just not planning anything and just living life as it comes. And if you are doing that out of some real supernatural faith in God, like good on you, man. I mean, who yeah. says, you know, faith in God can't have different forms and it has to be within the frameworks of what Gary V happens to preach as well. You know what yeah. I mean? So if we think about it, there's also different workings of it. But when we do plan, like if you, if you look at the Bible, I don't think planning is like an essential, essential yeah. part. It's not like a God, core, core God, belief. If we think yeah. about it, we're actually so, so small in that God can look at a person without any plans and be like, hey, I have a plan for you. Here you go. That's it. Off you go. So the danger really is us having a plan that aligns ourselves to the plan and mm. really nothing else. Yep. Yep. I don't think we're totally like that, but we can easily sit in the delusion that we are like that. Mm. And I think that's very dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, I love that you highlight that, man. Very, very dangerous. Very and you know dangerous. what? So mm. if you think about it, if, if your plan is going to be subject to change by God, right? Mm. what kind of attitude should you have? This was mm. a very interesting question that this man raised that's, to me. That's yeah. actually very good. Yeah. He, sa- he said this mm. to me, Kay, I look at you and you have a lot of stuff. Mm. You have a lot of things going for yourself. Mm. You're good looking. <laughs> you're smart. Go on, here we go. Nah. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. Give the listeners what they want. You know, you know I want it. You know keep going. Good looking, yeah. smart. Girls love you. Girls love you. Uh, guys um, love you. Guys love you. Uh, uh, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Um, you have a great family. Great family. Yeah. You, your glasses are really cool. Really chic. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, your car's yeah. fast. You're going to give me a new movie coming that's out. Right. Oscar that's nominated. Um, Singles Inferno is coming out there. <laughs> you know, all that, all that crap. You actually could be on that. Nah, no way. Well, you're well, I, need, I, need Korean, you, so. I need I need some abs and pecs. No, but there was a guy on it who wasn't really fit. Oh no, yeah. He looked a bit like a K-pop star. Is that? Yeah. You've got those vibes. Maybe. So so anyway. So he was going for it. <laughs> but jokes aside, he yes. says, "Well, it's like the vibe that I give out, isn't it, to people? It's like, mm. oh, he's got some assets. He's what got, was the word we use? NWAC. Normal, well-adjusted Christian. Christian. Yeah. He's he's got some stuff. Yeah. 
But he meant it in a way that he takes ownership of the stuff that he's got, mm, mm. even the gifts that God has given me. Oofed. I wonder How if... How did that sit with you? Yeah, no, big challenge. Yeah. So he goes, if we, if we want to be used by God, let's, let's put a picture around this. If you want to be used by God, we want to be used by God, right? How are we going to be used by How God? We How are we going, going to be used by God? <laughs> Clap it out. Reach. By God. Okay, how are we going to use by God? Think about it, right? <laughs> the only way we're going to be, how does God use his people? Is God uses people through the weakness. Yeah. He Say it again. It, he's, God works through people's weakness, right? Mm. Right. There's also strength and stuff, but he, but he yeah. gifts them. And then that's all good stuff. But he goes, you are weak, but I'm strong. But here's how I'm going to use you so that I can show my glory to you yeah, and to the people that are around I you. I just picked up 2 Corinthians 12. Tell me. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Amen. 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 You know, and Paul says that when he's literally at a point where mm. he is about to give up on the faith. Mm-hmm. About to give up on the faith. And he goes, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. In weakness. Amen. So... If you think about it, we he uses humble people, mm. right? And he uses the gifts that he gives. I'll give you a really, really straightforward example. Yeah. You get money and you donate it to church, right? The money was never yours to begin with. Mm. When you give Amen. back, Amen. when you give back to God, it's 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 you're giving it back to God. You're giving. It's God not you're giving this. to God. Yeah. You're giving it back to God. That's it. Yeah. That's what it is. So, you know, this this man shared his um, experience with me. He said, "I once was at a church." One day, I had a conviction that if I give to this church, God will fill me in more. Mm. Pretty, very faithful mentality, yeah. isn't it? Right? Yeah. To, to, to be able to justify giving in generosity. Mm. Right? Most Christians won't even get to that level. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sure a lot of us are trying to just hold on to our wealth, right? Yeah. But yeah. he goes, I'm going to give to church. And then he did. And he left the church hmm. to go to a different church. Like, yeah. like, he didn't leave the faith, sorry. He yeah, didn't leave right, the faith, right, right. but he went to a different <laughs> church. Yeah. Because he... Didn't, he felt God tell him that, you know what? You don't want any attention here. Mm. Yeah. You, you are going to be, with the amount that he gave, he, he was well going to be very well noticed by the church. Mm. And that was going to go to his head. So he yeah. moved to church. Yeah. To a different church and started serving faithfully in another mm. church again. Because mm. there's plenty of churches everywhere, right? Yeah. Thankfully to us, yeah. right? So if you think about it, we then have to take out whatever is ours. And he said this to me. He says, okay, I wonder what God will take away from you mm. to use you. That is so strong, man. That would have, that would have hit pretty hard. Very hard. And then, and then you, when were, I heard that. and I heard you you hurt? No, no, no. When I heard offended? that. No, I was thankful first God that had okay. told me this. But second of all. The immediate response that made me confirm that this was the truth. So yep. I wasn't in denial of this at all. Yeah. The reason why I accepted it even more is because I started feeling afraid mm. and started listing in my head, what could I lose? Yeah. And everything that I listed in my head were the things that God has given me, mm. but I have decided to make it my, my own, own and the fruits oh. of my own labor. Oof. Jeez. So everything that I've listed. Before, We're going through right? a trip right now, man. Okay. So... You know, I am trilingual. I am you're, you're of well. I am trilingual. What and language I, and can I, you speak? A few. <laughs> <laughs> I am wealthy. Above the norm. Right? <laughs> Here we go. And I'm listing these things again. And yeah, you yeah. know what? These are all shamefully the things that I claim as my own. Yeah. Relationship as well. Yeah. yeah. Relationships. Yeah. Lots of friends. 
friends and the amount to which I can rely on them. Mm. Yeah. And the amount to which I can support them as well is yep. all on me. You have an and, amazing mum as well. Yeah, I do have an amazing family. And yeah. I started listing that in my head. Mm. And that's when I realized if I'm afraid of losing these, it must be mine. Mm. And yep. so there will come a time. Mm. There will come a time when God is yeah. going to be like, and if any of you recognize my face out there, you know I've got followers. Do you know what? Right? So genuine, that's all going to go. Do you know what genuine fear, for me, what genuine fear mm. in God mm. is, is that knowing he can very well take everything away from you. Overnight. But knowing fully well that you are completely found in him. Yeah. That for me is fear. So one, and that's why I love my parents, man. You've met my parents before. Yeah. They have lived with like that their whole life. Mm. You know, you probably look at me and you go like, oh, but you know, families must be well off. My family was not well off. Mm -hmm. Everything they, they did, they lived and known that all of that is God's. Yeah. So even finances, everything was God's. But they also lived fully in awe of God, mm. knowing that he can take away anything mm. and everything. Mm. So anything and everything we had was mm. a blessing from God. Yeah. And I think when you live with that, so... Even your job, like friendships, all of that, mm. very well like, can be taken away from you. Mm. Unlikely that all of it will be taken away from you. Mm. you know, I don't think God is going to test people like he did to Job. Mm. He might. He might. He might. He might. You never know. Nothing's out of, nothing's out nothing's of, out of question, yeah. question. He might actually use that in someone's life mm. to actually turn them to God. Yeah. But unlikely that everything will be taken away from you. Mm. There is a strong possibility that it can be. And that's where if you didn't have any of your money yeah. or career or fame mm. or social status mm. and didn't have any of your friends, mm. let's just say you, you did something really bad mm. and then all your friends just turned away from you. Mm. You know, Are you going to cry out and be like, there is no God? Mm. Or are you going to be able to trust wholly in him in that time? Amen. When, you're fake, uh, sorry, when your health is gone. Mm. For me, that's probably one of the trickiest things. Yeah. Can you imagine being blind? Yeah. Can you imagine well, waking me, up was, tomorrow? It's more like if I couldn't run or walk, because you know how much I love sports. Yeah. Imagine if I couldn't play play sports. I, I I would find that really hard. Really tough. But because like my parents have questioned me about this stuff, they made me think about it. And so like I've got I've grown up in in like my teenagers going, yeah, you know what? I I, I could just lose my health. How am I going to trust in God in that? Right. So the bottom line from that is that. Things can be taken away from us yeah. because we know our life is not here on earth. Yeah. Our life's in eternity. Mm. When we dwell on that and know that, there's a beauty that comes in everything that God provides. Yeah. There's a, humi a humility and a need to understand that all of those things are a blessing from God. Yeah, absolutely. All of it. And when people do that, I think that's when they have the most peace in God. You use this guy as an example. And every time you talk about this guy, I know exactly why you talk about him like that. Because you look at him and you go, that is a man who is a, he, he's a man who's after the Lord's heart. Mm. You don't question it. You look at him and he's just the humility and the reverence of God mm. oozes out from him. Mm. And it's not by anything. He doesn't like walk in a certain way or stand in a certain way. He's not big, tall, mm. strong. You know, he doesn't speak in a way that demands respect. Mm that you, you, you get from people in society. Yeah, you do. You can tell when people have that heart. Mm. Your mum, mm. perfect example. Mm. My, my parents, mm. perfect example. Yeah. You know, and you remember my parents, right? Yeah, yeah. 
like nothing, nothing against them anyway, but they're not, you know, people that are like mm. movers and shakers in that way mm. in a world. Yeah. But they are movers and shakers in the influence that God gives them around them because mm. they have that heart for the Lord. Amen. People gravitate to them. That's right. So many people gravitate to them. This guy, I can guarantee you in, in his country, mm. there's so many people that want to be around him mm. because they remind, he reminds them mm. to fix their eyes on Jesus. Amen. So I think that's great. I'm actually really thankful this guy's in your life. I, I know. And, and I wonder. And I want to say God's divine intervention yeah. at this point right now yeah. has brought you this guy into exactly your life. Exactly right. And, and also, furthermore, we can all swim in the doom and gloom of what's going to be taken away, what's going mm. to be taken away. Because yeah. a lot of us out there, including myself, would hold on to a lot of things as our, as mm. our own. Yeah. But can you imagine how much and how beautifully you will be used by God after the fact? As long as you hold on and you continue to worship mm. throughout those tough times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I console myself. That's how I bring peace is mm. that God promises, right? Peace and joy yeah. in being his servant, mm. right? Above yeah. and beyond anything else. Yeah. And I find that an, in, an enormous encouragement despite, so you, you asked me, man, you would have been hit so hard on that. And and maybe I could have had a really crappy day, but I don't have a crappy day today. Mm. And it's, it could have just weighed a lot of you know, heavy weight in my head. And I wonder if that was going to be my reaction. I wonder if God wouldn't have imparted on him to speak those words mm. to me. But he said, Kay, I want to impart you a life of being my servant that is mm. different to how you think your life will pan out. Mm. Well. And therefore, here is the hope that I want to instill in you mm. for being about to lose everything that you consider is good mm. and everything that you consider is yours. Mm. Yeah. It's great this guy's here, man. It is. I think it's, it's a blessing. It is. Um, you, know, you know what? I'm shitting my pants. I'm scared, bro. Uh, so Include that in there. No, no, don't. I'm a broken human being. <laughs> You're pooping. You're pooping okay, pants. Dennis, move it. I'm I'm pooping my pants. Yeah. I'm struggling. It's it's hard work, but yeah. but at the same time, I'm excited. It's like a kid about to get on a slightly more scary ride than he could handle at the theme park. Hmm. But yeah. somehow knowing that at the end of it, he's gonna have a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you know it's what it's like in that example as well? Because it's like a kid who's getting on a slightly scarier ride, hmm. but his father's holding his hand. Well, Jesus holding your hand on this journey. And with that perfect image. We'll see you later. Thank you so much for tuning in. Peace Take out. care. Peace.